0: you're successful however you got there god bless enjoy your life but i do think for me personally having worked for it makes it sweeter it really does you must listen welcome to the drilling millions podcast the drilling millions podcast lessons from some of the most successful dentists on the planet i want you to deal with your problems by becoming rich Presented by Sage Dental Partners, your practice transition team. That
1: escalated quickly.
0: Coming to you from Toronto. Podcasting, podcasting to the, the world. Please welcome. Please welcome. Akeel Akeel Chawla. Chawla.
1: We have an incredible guest on this week, Dr. Jason Auerbach. Oral surgeon practicing out of the U.S. Uh, has amassed a huge social media Following, uh, I think it's almost like two hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Has done really well in, in in not only the social space, but uh, actually the practice management um, and and. He's at I think about ten practices at this point, so he's a very successful oral surgeon with even bigger ambitions to grow his practices by ten x, as you'll hear in the podcast, is just incredible. With Jason, we discuss marketing, uh, you know, whether it be an Instagram. Um, he's recently become the official oral surgery group of an NHL team. We talk about how to scale your practices. What numbers do you monitor? Do you really look at the bottom line on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis? And how do you learn these particular skills in order to scale your practices? And finally, we cap it off with taking a personal look at Jason. Jason is very core as an entrepreneur, but also an extremely competent and capable surgeon. So we talk a little bit about what makes someone an entrepreneur and how personally he manages you know, all the various balls he has in the air right now. This is a phenomenal episode. I really enjoyed recording it and I hope you guys enjoy this week's installment of Drilling Millions. Speaking to you, you know, you come across as very much an entrepreneur and, and I mean that endearingly. Um, but obviously through Bloody Tooth Guy, you're you're a surgeon. And you know, the way I sort of thought entrepreneurship in the context of dentistry was Um, you know, I could be an entrepreneur, but then I'm in a pool of, you know, everyone else is an entrepreneur, but if I go into dentistry and then be an entrepreneur, then I'm in a, you know, I may have the upper hand in a, in a much smaller, um, group of people. What was your thought when you were kind of moving through life? Um, because I'm sure you would be hella successful if you were just an entrepreneur, but you're kind of a bit of both. What what was your, um, thought process and your, um, kind of the way you thought of it when you were choosing between the two? you know, I think that as you age,
0: you realize that you're not ever just one thing, one thing at all. Right. So people like they meet me and, they're like, oh, you're an oral surgeon, you're an oral surgeon. And I'm known to many people as like Dr. J or, you know, people who know me in my personal life, they see me, Dr. J, oh, he's an oral surgeon, whatever it is. That's what I do. I do that. I believe very, very well. Um, and I appreciate what you're saying, because I do think like if you look at people by and large in, in any industry, if they have any kind of acumen and they, they go all in on that, you, you talk about Cardone, but if you think about like Gary V, right? Like go all in on what you do well. I mean, I've, I have always understood how to deliver an experience to somebody um, and I think I do it well. And so the marketing, the branding, the, the actual way a patient feels when they're in my offices, all of that is just kind of in me. I ended up in dentistry, um, like I've ended up in most things in my life, almost, I don't want to say by chance, but to some degree, by chance. I mean, I have a very, very close friend who's an orthodontist in Westchester and in the city, who I met first day of undergrad, and he walked into my room, and he was like, you're friends with this guy? I said, yeah, I'm friends with that guy, and I was impressed by the fact that he had the, the, the the guts to come into my room and just be like hey dude like nice to meet you i know this guy that you know and we became really really close friends his father was an orthodontist and i was like "Ah, oh, you know dental school sounds fun i'm good with my hands i'm good with people it's good you know okay i'm gonna go to dental school so i ended up going to dental school um and and like i said i thought about going to get my mba uh, in 1999 and I was going to be like, I didn't even know what it meant. I was like, I'm going to be an investment banker in the healthcare space. Like uh, whatever. <laughs> I, like, I had no, I had literally no clue what that meant whatsoever, but my friends were making like some money in our twenties. And I was like, I'm a resident. I'm making no money. I, I got to go do something. And then thankfully the markets turned and, and um, my, uh, my friend that that friend was talking about said to me, he's like, dude, you're an idiot. You gonna be an oral surgeon. Go make, go. Be an oral surgeon, so I I did. Unfortunately, my entrepreneurial kind of vibe fit with building a business. A a dental practice, a surgical practice, whatever is no different, uh, other than the service that you're providing than any business, right? I mean, you speak about the restaurant industry. Our, Our margins, oral surgery margins, specialty dentistry margins are good. They're great. In fact, that's why PE and 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 corporate dentistry is interested in it, right? Um, Better than general dentistry, but significantly better than, and our success rate is significantly better than the hospitality industry. That that business is you know, food cost is 40 percent. Their margins are like five or 10 and, percent. And think about all these guys who go into it. and It's amazing. And it's like the best. I, I, w- I would love to own a restaurant. It's something that I would like. I mean, it's, it's my whole thing. Um, and I think I'd be able to deliver a really good experience in the restaurant. My, my cooking would be shitty, but, but the would <laughs> <else>? look great. <laughs> the people would be there once, it'd be done. You can get taken um, from another restaurant, <laughs> right? Exactly. But um, I think whatever I would have done, again, just to kind of take it back to what you said, I would have, I would have tried to figure it out. I'm like, without trying to sound whatever, like I'm like a, I'm like a gritty hustler kind of guy. Like I, I hustler in a good way, not hustler like trying to do anything shady. Like I'm trying to. Uh, make it work. My dad is a guy who like no, nothing ever really came easy for him in business. And he always just, you know, he, he just never gave up, you know, he never. He called it stick to itiveness, you know, perseverance. And he just did it. And um, it was inspirational, continues to be to me. And, and that's just that's just what I do
1: yeah per- perseverance or even persistence is so underrated you know if right. you knock on the same door enough times, someone's gonna open that's right someone's that's gonna right. open it up but what is being you know just talking to you like what is being self-made meant to you uh you know it, it
0: at this point in my life where you have some time to kind of reflect, which is crazy. I don't have any time to reflect, but like you're at now this point in your life where like, okay, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm like, I, you know, like I've, I'm a pretty established dude and I could say that without sounding like an asshole. It's, it's, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to me And in a world where a lot of people are trying to like puff out their chests and, and kind of, pose and and pretend that they're they're doing things or they've been given things so i'm here's here's the thing i'm not a i'm not like a hater guy like i i I, if you have if you're successful however you got there god bless enjoy your life whatever but i do think for me personally um having worked for it makes it sweeter it really does like you know, and I, and I think that people look at me who know me, who really, really know me. Um, And they, they appreciate the fact that I have done it myself. And I really have, I really have not been handed anything. Um, I don't come from, from anything crazy at all. I mean, you know, fine, but not n- nothing crazy for real. Um, Like my parents never took me to Europe. We'd like drive to florida to to go to see my grandparents on vacation like you know but i had loans in in school and and all this kind of stuff and and so to be able to have done it myself you know i don't i people feel like oh you should be proud of yourself or whatever i, I don't have that like i say i don't have that maybe i'm starting to feel a little proud of myself but i i feel like i have so much more to do but it feels good to to, to know that i've
1: mm-hmm done a little something myself but what, what do you use to stay humble like is it is it a, is it a wife is it your kids because i mean in a lot of ways you know you responded to my cold dm to come on this show that of course you're not making anything for coming on the show you just want to share your story but like what do you use to stay humble because a lot of people once they get to a level where you're at you know you know the nice cars the nice house you know you could very easily get sucked into that mindset of you know i'm better than everyone else now what what, what keeps you grounded
0: i think the 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 knowledge and the fear that it could all go away tomorrow i mean like i i really believe that you know we're very very fortunate um to kind of be given the opportunities that we're given um i i don't you know listen i i, I have nice things I, I experience nice things to me that's much more important than than the having cuz once you have it's whatever you realize it's all bullshit um But for me, I think really just without having to, you know, make more of it than it is, it's really this kind of feeling that at any moment it could all, it could all just disappear. You know, I mean, and it can a lot of people just kind of rest and, and sit easy, get so boastful and proud and all this kind of stuff. It's just like, you know, I think there was, I was watching something, maybe it was a reel or a TikTok or whatever it was. And it was Robert De Niro and he's like, you just gotta be calm, be calm when it's going great. Cause it might not be around and be calm when it's going shitty because it's gonna get better. Like, you know, the only way out is through, keep going, keep your head down, do what's right. Ultimately things will work out in the end.
1: Yeah, there's, there's another similar quote by uh, Jeff Bezos. And he said, don't feel 30% smarter when the stock's 30% higher. Cause you're gonna feel 30% dumber when the stock's 30% right.
0: lower. Exactly. Exactly. He, yeah. He, I, he, was in some, some interview in a car, like fifth, 20 years ago, maybe he was worth like, I don't know, 10 billion at the time. And, and he was saying, somebody was like, you know, the stock was whatever Oh, or the stock was tanking, but he knew the business was going well. And he's just like, all right, we'll see what happens. I mean, you see all these guys, these guys are whatever. I'm obviously nowhere near that level. But, but the point is, is that you just gotta like take it easy, keep it real understand that like it's all fleeting
1: all of it yeah and and in terms of you know staying hungry because again you've accomplished so much but yet you want to grow 10x how do you do that while you know you mentioned your wife your kids you have a life how do you do that while maintaining a life
0: you know people talk about like work-life balance i don't believe in I i don't believe that there is a Balance per se. I've said this in other in other interviews. I think of it more as like a work life harmony. was the appropriate balance for you is or the the appropriate mix for you is what's right. I wake up on Saturday. I I'm doing work in my head. You know, like I'm constantly like working because that's what I love to do. And and honestly, to some degree, it has affected my. Not thank God they're all good and healthy and they love me and that's all that matters. But like, I mean, I'm. I'm talking to you right now. Right. I mean, I could be sitting with my wife and my daughter, my other, like I said, my other daughters in, uh, at school. So I could be, but this is what I do. This is just who I am. And, you know, I guess you, you take the good with the bad and, and, and not everything I do is the right way or certainly not right for everybody, but it's, it's working for me. Uh, I stay hungry because I know that there's so much, so much more that I need to do. I mean, really like I, I people are like, Oh, you, you, you know, you, you're, you're whatever you're successful whatever. I don't, I, I think this is this is the beginning for me. I, I don't, I don't see it as remotely like where I want to be. And again, I don't even know what that means. Like, you know, if you would have asked, if you would have said to me 20 years ago, if you have this amount of money, you're good. Right. I'd probably be like, yeah, but you know, no, there's so much more, so much more to do.
1: What, what does success mean to you? Freedom I mean,
0: I, I think the ability to to just kind of almost do I don't want to say what you want, but but success is is time. you know people think about success in terms of money. Um, I, I don't see it that way. I think success is is the ability to make a decision and just do it without thinking too much about you know I'm not talking about unethical decisions. I'm talking about like life decisions. like you know what if I really wanted to. I could get up and, you know, I'd have to plan for it because I have patients scheduled, but like I could go with my wife or my kids or all of us and friends or whatever and go do whatever. Not thinking about like the the, the minutiae, just being able to do, be free.
1: Enjoy Yeah, that's why I find it so funny when really rich people go and move to like Puerto Rico. I'm like, what's the point of being rich if you can't, you know, do what you want to do? Right, right. right. <laughs> like completely, you know, Antithetical because it's like okay, well, I can only enjoy myself in this like isolated island, right? Right. To right. pay taxes, <laughs> so it's kind of right. funny.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I like. I, I'm very fortunate where I live and what I'm able to do. My life has has been um, very, very, very plentiful in terms of you know the experiences I've had. I have so much more. Like I said, that I that I want to accomplish both professionally and in terms of living, um, but. I've been, I've been lucky, you know, very, very lucky.
1: Jason, unreal conversation. Thank you for being on the pod. Thank really you. appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. Thanks for having me. Like what you heard? Don't forget to
0: subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and follow Drilling Millions on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for exclusive clips.